If you had a crystal ball, like in a fairy tale, or a magic mirror, or one wish, or whatever, would you want to know how you were going to die? Would you want to watch it happen in slow motion every day? My mother is my crystal ball. On Sunday, I wake up to glass hitting the kitchen floor. It's the Sunday before Labor Day, the last Sunday of my last summer vacation of high school. I have no ballet today, and what I'd really like to do is sleep late, then nothing in particular. No such luck. It's a juice glass. I can tell because the sound is more like a tinkling shatter than a heavy crash. My mother drops things with some regularity these days, so I've become aware of the particular cadences of different materials hitting the floor. This is a thin glass. When I get down to the kitchen, my mother is standing barefoot by the sink. Her hands are shaking, and there's a glass, formerly used for holding juice, in shards on the floor. I'm such an idiot, she says. Sorry. Her words slur gently, not a stutter, but like her mouth is full of slick ice cubes, like they have more and more regularly over the last six months. It was an accident, I say. Careful, you'll cut yourself. I bend over and pile a few shards in my palm. My father pounds down the stairs in his towel, dripping from the shower. What happened? Just this fool, Mom says, throwing glasses. That's my wife you're talking about. Don't call her a fool. He leans over and kisses her. I'll get a broom. As he crosses to the pantry, he calls over his shoulder to me. Get a move on, kid. Places to go. People to see. It's a beautiful day to walk for genetic research. Indeed. We've been walking for genetic research every Labor Day weekend since my mother's diagnosis when I was 12, which makes this my sixth walk for rare genes. The walk is sponsored by an organization that does advocacy for something like 7,000 genetic diseases, most of which are too rare for anyone to particularly care about on their own. Unless, of course, you find yourself in possession of one, like we do. Ours is a mutated gene on chromosome 4. The gene's called Huntington, and if yours is messed up like my mother's, you end up with Huntington's disease. Don't ask why the two Huntingtons, the gene and the name, are spelled differently. I have no idea. What I do know is that if you've got that mistake on chromosome 4 like my mother does, the tiniest typo in a book with billions of words, then your Huntington gene goes haywire and basically wreaks havoc in your brain. Things start deteriorating in your mind and your body until you're not the person you once were, and then they keep deteriorating until you die. Slowly, painfully, and without any chance of reversal. Oh, and as far as my genes are concerned, it doesn't matter that my father doesn't carry the mutation on chromosome 4. I only need to inherit the mutated gene from my mother to be royally screwed, which means that after watching my mother fall apart, I have a 50-50 chance of falling apart too. I shower quickly and dig out a navy blue tank top to wear with jeans. Blue is the color of the day because, you know, the whole jeans, jeans thing. Even the rare jeans ribbon is made of denim. I've got to hand it to them. This organization may be representing diseases that affect only tiny groups of people around the world, but their marketing people know what they're doing. Just as I'm rubbing down my wet hair with a towel, Dad pokes his head into my bedroom, knocking once as he opens the door. He's dressed head to toe in blue, too. Blue t-shirt, blue jeans. Even his Nikes have blue trim, but I think that's an accident. All set, he says. Bell's on, I assure you, I say. Look, I know you're not that psyched about this. He taps his fist against the doorframe a couple times. But it's important to your mother. Is it? I'm pretty sure that at this point, Mom doesn't even care that we do this every year. Maybe she'd prefer to just sit in the backyard all afternoon and enjoy the nice weather without the fuss. Every time there's a beautiful day now, I wonder when it'll be the last day that Mom registers as beautiful. The look on Dad's face makes me regret saying anything, though. A few years ago, I thought this walk was fun. 
joining all the other families in a sea of blue shirts and balloons, eating caramel popcorn and cheering all along the 10-mile route. Your feet hurt at the end, and that meant you'd done something worthwhile. There was this feeling of solidarity with all those other people whose lives had also been turned upside down by their own invisible bad luck. But now, the sight of all those kids in wheelchairs and their parents plastering smiles across their faces like they're actually okay with this makes me feel kind of nauseous. Plus, mom can't walk the whole way by herself anymore, so she uses her own wheelchair, and walking alongside her makes me feel like I'm supposed to be one of those smile plasters, too. It's all, hey world, I'm so strong. I'm not.